0: Welcome to Bite sized SEO News, where I find the top three news in digital marketing so you don't have to. Where I make news easy to digest and easy to follow. If you want to read the article, links are posted in the show notes below, so you never have to worry about FOMO. My name is Rich Young, your host. Today is Friday, December 24th, 2021, episode 28. Coming up. Fresh out of the oven are today's top three news you definitely don't want to miss. Story one. DuckDuckGo is working on a privacy-focused desktop browser. Story 2. Meta announces updates to its ad campaign setup process. Story 3. Tying social spend to offline sales got harder when Meta quietly halted tracking tool. If you're ready, let's get into it. In our first story for today, this one's brought to you by Emma Roth, of theverge.com. DuckDuckGo, the company best known for its privacy-focused search engine of the same name, is working on a desktop browser that should bring the same focus on avoiding being tracked to your entire web experience. In a post on his blog, DuckDuckGo CEO Gabriel Weinberg offers a glimpse at what the upcoming browser will look like, notes that we can expect it to perform the same way its browsing app does on mobile. Weinberg explains that the desktop browser will offer Robust privacy protection by default, without you having to toggle on any hidden security settings. Like the mobile app, the desktop equivalent will come with the same fire button that instantly erases all of your browsing history, stored data, and tabs in one click. It's also built around OS-provided rendering engines, like it is on mobile, which Weinberg says will create a neater interface and get rid of any clutter that comes with mainstream browsers. He also claims that early tests of the browser indicate that it's significantly faster than Google Chrome. That's what we've used to build our app on desktop, end quote, said Allison Johnson, the senior communications manager at DuckDuckGo, explain in a statement to The Verge. Quote, instead, we're building the desktop app from the ground up around the OS-provided rendering APIs. This means that anything beyond website rendering, for example, tabs and bookmark management, navigation controls, passwords, etc. We have to build ourselves. End quote. In other words, on Windows, the browser will use Edge Chromium rendering, and the same goes for Safari WebKit on Mac OS. Johnson also noted that this isn't the same as forking, which would mean that the browser is built off of one that already exists. The browser is currently working in a closed beta test on macOS but a tweet from Weinberg hints that DuckDuckGo is getting it ready for the Windows as well. There's no word on when the desktop browser will become publicly available. Last month, DuckDuckGo introduced a built-in tool for its mobile browsing app that's supposed to prevent apps from tracking users on Android. And in July, the company rolled out an email protection service that says it will strip away any trackers attached to your emails. If you'd like to get some more information, check out Emma's article in the show notes. For our next story, This one's brought to you by Andrew Hutchinson of Social Media Today. It's a little late in the year for significant system shifts, but Meta has snuck in one more update ahead of the holiday break with the announcement that it's making some big changes to its ad objective listings and ads manager in order to simplify and streamline the campaign setup process by enhancing the focus on the most practically relevant options and tools. As explained by Meta, Quote, In order to effectively guide advertisers to optimal campaign setups, we're redesigning the objective selection experience when creating new campaigns in Ad Manager. We're moving to an outcome-driven ad experiences model, ODAX, where advertisers can select their design business outcomes, for example, awareness, traffic, engagement, leads, app promotion, sales, and interface will guide advertisers to the most optimal campaign setup creation paths to achieve that outcome, end quote. That will mean that the ads manager interface will get an overhaul. The main difference, as you'll note, is a reduction in objective options from 11 to 6 and a move away from the awareness, consideration, conversion banners in order to make it clearer what each objective stream actually is and how they can be used in your promotions, which makes sense. Those segments are more aligned with ad industry lingo, which your regular B owner is probably not as familiar with. And by stripping the objective options back even further, That could make it easier for newcomers to generate better results by honing their options onto the ad tools and processes that will work best for their aims and objectives. Meta says that the changes, which will mostly impact advertisers that use conversions, messages in the window view campaigns, will be gradually rolled out through 2022. So there's no set date as such for a switchover change, but you will see it come through at some stage. Right now, Meta is alerting those that uses ads API. To update their processes in line with the change ahead of any impacts so if you're an everyday advertiser it won't be a major change straight away but a change is coming which will impact your facebook and instagram ads process it could be good with a more streamlined simplified ad setup system helping to better align your campaigns with your actual desired objective but it could be limiting in some ways too we won't know for sure until the new system is launched sometime in the new year If you'd like to get some more information, make sure to check out Andrew's article in the show notes. Final story for today. This one's brought to you by Catherine Perloff of Adweek. Meta, when it was still known as Facebook, quietly discontinued a suite of store visit tools. Since the switch earlier this year, marketers have been trying to piecemeal ways to tie social spend to offline activity in order to keep proving the value of social media marketing. The features, which included the store visits optimization and reporting and other related tools, allowed social marketers to measure how a campaign on Facebook or Instagram resulted in storefront foot traffic. The tools had been in beta mode for more than four years. Quote, We tested this product and found over time that it wasn't used often, nor did it perform well for advertisers, and decided to discontinue the test, a mid a spokesperson told Adweek, adding, we continue to guide advertisers to use tools like the awareness objective, which helps build consumer awareness for their products or services." End quote. While it's unclear how many marketers use the tool, those who relied on it said it filled a unique function for Meta, measuring in-store impact of a social campaign. Jonathan Molina, director of the paid social at Group M, said, "Meta's tool relied on aggregate data from location services such as GPS, Bluetooth signals and modeling to trace foot traffic. The tool did not allow marketers to see specific people or exact store visits, and as a result relied to some degree on statistical modeling. It really speaks to the chaos of the paid social industry that there isn't a one-to-one solution, said Molina. Meta told advertisers that store visit optimization and reporting tools for new campaigns would be discontinued on April 1st, according to communications from Meta reviewed by Adweek, which were shared on the conditions of anonymity. The program was completely phased out in May. It's the latest blow to marketers' ability to gauge campaign effectiveness. Advertisers have already been adapting to loss of Apple's mobile identifiers since the tech giant updated its privacy policy in April. Marketers are also preparing for Google's phase-out of third-party cookies in 2023. And while most commerce occurs offline, e-commerce made up only 12.4% of all retail sales in the third quarter. Social marketers have relatively few tools to understand the impact of their ads, said Greg Sterling, vice president of Market Insights at MarTech platform Uberall. There's no good solution for Facebook marketers to tie together digital and offline, Sterling said. Other alternatives. While meta size and the status make it well-placed to offer this type of solution, other platforms do offer similar capabilities. Google has a store visit conversion tool that allows marketers to see whether users who have signed in with their Google accounts have visited stores after seeing an ad on the platform. For Google to track the user, he must opt into location history in their account settings, which limits the data set, said Delphine Hernau, Chief Data and Analytics Officer, North America at Wavemaker. Snap also offers a similar capability called Snap to Store and Snap Foot Traffic Insights. The latter is currently in closed beta mode and gives retailers metrics about who has visited the store, unconnected to whether they looked at any ads on the platform, according to Snap corporate communications manager Nikki Mercoris. The feature works when users log into the app in a geofence store. Then, Snap provides a variety of metrics about groups of visitors over particular time periods, Mercoris said. Ivani Dulce, group director of social at Nexstar Digital, said her team has focused more on Snap in part because Meta no longer permits users to track store visits. GroupM's Molina said he can only achieve the exact same capabilities as the Meta tool with third-party services, which makes the process more fragmented. And even if the marketers turn to other platforms, Meta is still an essential part of the social ad budgets, with a platform on track to account for 24% of digital ad revenue in 2021 according to eMarketer. Social marketing now serves a new role within marketer's needs as a reach and digital traffic driver. Molina said in an email, Store visit tracking as a strategy is still essential to advertisers and is now only achievable through business partnerships with third-party services. End quote. While Meta's foot traffic tool might not have been widely adopted by marketers, as it was still a feature in beta mode, it was still powerful given Meta's dominant market position. Quote, Attribution capabilities and the ability to see which of these channels is driving real-world value and it's something Facebook marketers could use, Sterling said. If you'd like to get some more information, make sure to check out Catherine's article in the show notes. That's it for today's show. We've made it to the end. You're good to go and ready for the day. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate the show so it helps spread the news and I can continue doing what I do best, which is providing you the latest SEO news you just cannot miss. Serve tapas style, making it easy on the stomach and on the go. Once again, I'm your host Rich Young, and I'll see you on the flip side.